This is Sadiq, and you're listening to the Prove Me Wrong podcast, which is a sports-related podcast where I'll discuss a wide range of topics from the NFL, NBA, and collegiate athletics happening every Tuesday morning. What's up, America? So, we're back on the NFL shtick last week. We had a bombshell, a Woj bomb, Dame Dollar, heading to the Milwaukee Bucks. So I had to scrap the whole plan for the NFL because I was not in a good space. But we're back. And we're going to talk about the NFL week four. We're going to kick it off with my New York Jets. You see how we played? Y'all saw how we played? I was so proud. I was incredibly proud of my team. Offense, defense, special teams. The Jets, Kansas City, rolls up into New York. Tough fight. Kansas City wins 23-20. to Patrick Mahomes does Patrick Mahomes things in the fourth quarter. And the refs help him out as well. But we're not going to get into that. Actually, we are going to get into that. That was a freaking pick. And that was not a hold. Sauce Gardner did not hold him. Now, I know some people are going to say, well, if you look at the replay. If you look at the replay and slow down everything, there's always going to be a hold on the offensive line. There's always going to be passing defense. There's always going to be hold. Y'all need to stop this. The referees waited until Michael Carter caught that pick and then threw the flag. That's what was egregious about that. Period. And more importantly, he didn't hold. He did not hold. You can have your hand on there as long as you don't tug and pull. And that was... Patrick Mahomes' third pick, and I think Zach Wilson would have gotten us a score and gotten the dub potentially. Because you know why? Because he was dealing. I've seen Zach Wilson play a lot of football. That was probably his second best game I've seen. The best game I've seen from a pure football standpoint was what he did against Tampa where he would just carve them up like Swiss cheese. But Zach Wilson looked like a competent NFL quarterback. When the ball is thrown by Zach Wilson, it looks pretty. It looks pretty. But we need to see consistency. So against Denver, against Philly, before we head into the back, I need to see more of that from Zach Wilson. He gave you a stellar day. 28, 39, 245 yards, two touchdowns. Should have had a touchdown by Cochran, uh, but he drops one. And then he missed uh, Garrett Wilson on the right sideline for about a 30-yard touchdown um, just off the fingertips. But y'all got to help this man out. In Denver, in a hostile environment, they're going to be, you know, wanting to build on their win against the Bears. And... What the Jets did against the Chiefs, I'm proud of them. That defense was looking real sluggish in that first half. 
giving up 17. But once they got the safety and settled in, guess what happened? Patrick Mahomes only scored six points, two field goals. I'm proud of that defense. They got held, especially on that defensive line. Jermaine Johnson got held up like he was in the penitentiary. Locked up, they won't let me out. I'm proud of my Jets. They didn't embarrass me on national TV. And we'll see what happens in Denver. We'll talk about that a little later. Let's talk about the other team that's in New York, the football giants. Man, they play the Seattle Seahawks, and they look flat-out pathetic. You know, Kenneth Walker gave you 80 yards, and they lost Geno for a little bit, but it didn't matter because the defense of the Seattle Seahawks put Daniel Jones and that offense into submission. The Giants have zero touchdowns in the first half. They are pathetic. They are flat-out pathetic. They get to be on prime time so many times. It's just sickening. Let's just be real. The Giants been on Monday Night Football. They've been on Sunday Night Football. They've been on Thursday Night Football. And they have done nothing. Nothing! Now, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. And my fam, IG handle uncanny, which means unusual. Fam! Your team is unusually bad compared to what we saw last year. I don't care if Saquon Barkley's not there. This team is pathetic. Izzy, bro, I know you just came back from Antigua. I hope it, you had a great time with the wife. Great wedding, by the way, fam. It was a great wedding. I may have three different outfits. But I'm here to give you some bad news now that you came back to the States. I don't care if it's the New York Giants, Lil Giants, Andre the Giant. That season is over. This season right here is over. The Seattle Seahawks beat you up. The, the Cowboys put you into submission. The Cardinals made y'all think y'all was going to do something. And all it took is one of the largest comebacks in NFL history for that to happen. And the 49ers beat up on y'all. There's nothing to show for it. This season is over. It's a wrap. Good night. And guess what? You still got to pay Daniel Jones. <laughs> that offensive line is like turnstiles in New York City. Everybody can get through, especially at nighttime. This season is O-V-A. Over. Sorry to let y'all know. I don't care what y'all do for the remaining season. This season's over. Saquon Barkley can't help you. If I was Saquon Barkley, I am rehabbing for the rest of the offs of, of the season because this is my off season because the real season is free agency. And they better not tag me. I ought to put that in the contract when I try to come back to the team, but whatever. Anyway, let's continue on this train of 
telling people that they teams is over. Next up, my boy, my boy Sam, Sam Soul Suave. Them Bears ain't Suave, they trash. I don't care if it's the best thing Bears, a polar bear, build a bear, or a black bear. The Chicago Bears season is over. Good night, Justin Fields. He can barely see half the field. That man is bad. He's not Zach Wilson bad, but he's been bad. And the Denver Broncos capped off one of the greatest comebacks in team history. I think the most, uh, in terms of the most points uh, being down from, and Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, they finally get their first win as quarterback, head coach, in tandem, and they came with the Bears. Now, I told you the Bears was going to be trash this season. I told him. This man called me talking about the Bears going to do this, the Bears going to do that. Bears going to do what? Be hot garbage. But guess what? The consolation prize as we sit here today is your guy, because I know you root for Ohio State, Marvin Harrison Jr., and that man from USC, Caleb Williams. That is the consolation prize as we sit here today. So buckle up, because it's going to be a long, bad season. Now, we talked about the Giants. We talked about the Bears. Is there another team that we need to talk about that their season's over? You're damn right. My boy Rashad, there's an APB out for Rashad. I can't find him. I've been trying to get this man on the show for the last couple of weeks, and he's been ducking me. He's been ducking me like he got warrants. But I got receipts. And I'm telling you right now, Joe Burrow, a.k.a. Macaulay Culkin, and Jamar Chase. Well, we chasing them out of town because their season is over, fam. Their season is O-V-A over. You saw what they did against the Tennessee Titans. They shoot. They, they made the Titans look like, remember the Titans. They beat them down. The Titans bludgeoned them up. Derrick Henry was so good on the run that he wanted to throw a pass, and guess what? It was a touchdown. The Cincinnati Bengals are Joe Burrow in a shotgun waiting for guys like T. Higgins, who's now hurt, and Jamal Chase to get downfield, and he can't do that because he has a bad calf and his offensive lines are turnstiles. That offensive line can't stop a parked car. But honestly, if I was a defense, they can only play one way so I can tee off. They don't run the ball uh, incredibly enough, only having 14 attempts for Nixon. I think that because Joe Burrow can't be in shotgun and his 
Calf has been compromised. This season is over. It's a lost season. This season is over. And Jamal Chase got so pissed off. The man looked right into the camera and said, Hey, I'm always effing open. Yeah, you're going to be open for a vacation in January because your season's over. Jamal Chase, I'm sorry, bro, but your season's over. The only highlight that y'all get this season is that 8 of 5, Chad. Ocho Cinco Johnson is in the ring of honor. That's it. So they season's over. So Rashad, don't only come on the show when your team win. I need to find you when your team loses so you can educate me on what happened. And what's happening right now is that Joe Burrow can't move and the defense knows it so they can tee off. And Joe Ball can't get on the center because he can't move. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gonna be walking out. Walking out, walking out. Now let's talk about the game that I was really interested in was the Miami Dolphins at the drop in Sandy on the Besting Bears, Chicago Bears. They come around <laughs> and they almost get hung fitty on them. The Buffalo Bills pissed off. They've been pissed off since they lost to the Jets. They've been blowing teams out. And guess what they did with the Miami Dolphins? Beat them like a drum. Beat them like a drum. Josh Allen has been great, playing great football right now. He's second in my MVP ladder right now. And guess what? They went up into. Upstate New York had the Miami Dolphins come there for a visit and they beat them to submission. And it was a humbling experience, as Tua said in his post game. And for some people, this might be a wake up call. I'm paraphrasing. Buffalo Bills won 48 20. And yeah, it's a wrap. Um, Miami Dolphins, this is a wake-up call for them. I don't necessarily believe in the Dolphins. I don't care what anybody says. I just don't believe in teams that are top-heavy. When most of your best players, especially in your top 10 best players, are all free, are mostly free agents or trade acquisitions, that is an alarming to me because that means that you really only have one or two years to make this a Super Bowl-winning team or it's just going to break down like a house of cards. So we'll see what happens with Miami Dolphins. Now, let's talk about the MVP of the NFL season right now. And is that man in San Francisco, Christian McCaffrey. That man is putting on an absolute show. What he did to the Cardinals was just phenomenal. 20 carries, a buck 06, three touchdowns. Oh, yeah, he had seven receptions for 71 receiving yards, and a touchdown. Man have four touchdowns. Man's been sensational. If he can stay healthy and that offensive line can stay healthy, I don't see how the 49ers cannot have an MVP on their team in Christian McCaffrey. I don't see how Christian McCaffrey is not the MVP. CMC for MVP. After four games, 
Christian McCaffrey is the MVP of the season of the league. Not the season. He's the MVP of the league. Let me repeat myself. Christian McCaffrey, CMC, is the MVP of this NFL season as we stand here today. They played against the Cardinals. Ain't nobody give a damn about the Cardinals. They've been playing tough, but ain't nobody give a damn about the Cardinals. And the 49ers showed them that because they beat them 36-16. to 16. It was close throughout the game, and then the 49ers put the afterburners on. Good night, Irene. Okay, we got a lot of games that we just covered. And now, let's talk about next week. You're talking about week five. Now, now is where the real season begins. The first four games was preseason. You saw a lot of horrible tackling like you saw last night. You saw a lot of teams with missed assignments. Players don't know where to go. New play acquisition. So people are trying to get familiar because a lot of reps was not taken during the preseason. And now in the regular season, you will have what? You will have these growing pains. So now after week four, I feel as though you'll have a more concrete look on how teams are. Now there's some teams that they, they done. You know, like the Bengals, like the Bears, like the Giants. They're, them teams, trash, I already talked about them. But now we're going to actually see who's who and what's what. Let's talk about that Thursday night game. Bears at Commanders. The Commanders are beating them down. The Commanders are beating them down. They're beating them like a drum. I always go for the team at home. But, man, the Bears are looking quite awful. And, yeah, I think they might be taking for the season. Jacksonville at Buffalo. Now, Jacksonville had an impressive win in London. Now I have to go and play the Bills in London. And I'm telling you right now, the Bills are going to beat them like a drum. The Bills are on a mission. They've been blowing teams out, out the yin-yang. The Giants versus the Dolphins. Good grief. Dolphins by 30. Dolphins by 30. Anderson, Miami, Dolphins by 30. They ticked off. Tyreek might go for 200. Panthers at Detroit. Detroit's been great, playing great football, great offensive line. Quarterback's been playing great. Jared Goff, and they're going to steamroll the Panthers. The Panthers then it don't matter if if um, Andy Dalton is in there or Bryce Young is in there. Nobody has love for that team. Bears, uh, I mean, I said the Bears. Good Lord. Think about own four teams. The Detroit Lions are going to beat down on the Panthers. One of the best rivalries in all of sports, Ravens-Steelers at Pittsburgh. The Ravens are going to win because Kenny Pitt pick it two gloves um he's hurt and the Steelers offensively can't stop a nosebleed but this game will be close because historically they've always been close so I got the Ravens in a close one Steelers I said Steelers 
Saints, Patriots. Patriots can't score, but the Saints also can't score. But the Saints got a better quarterback. And y'all saw what happened to the Patriots against the Dallas Cowboys. It was lovely to see. It was lovely, which pisses me off more why the Patriots didn't lose to the Jets. The Jets need to play better. But I got the Saints on the road. Texans, Falcons. Texans playing good football. I got the Texans. Titans, Colts. The Titans, I feel like they play up to competition and play low to competition. I don't think they respect the Colts. But I'm going to go with the Titans. I'm going to go with the Titans. Bengals, Cardinals, two bad teams going against each other. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. The Cardinals are at home. The Cardinals beat up on the Cowboys. And the Cardinals have been in every single game. I got the Cardinals. Eagles, Rams, sorry, the Eagles going to win. Even though they've been looking kind of shaky. Chiefs, Vikings, Patrick Mahomes going to take care of business. They're going to score. I think they're going to get to 30 in this game. Broncos hosting the Jets. I got the Jets winning. I think the Jets are going to win. I think Zach Wilson and that offense can score points on this defense. This is the worst defense in all of football. And if they can build on what happened last week, maybe we can get into an offensive rhythm. Shout out to Nathaniel Hackett. Um, he created a good plan, a lot of more motion, a lot of being able to put uh, the football in the hands of his playmakers, like a Garrett Wilson, uh, Gibson. You had Tyler Conklin involved. You got Uzama involved. Brees Hall needs to touch the ball more. Um, and I think this is the Nathaniel Hackett where he's going to try to drop 30 on this team. I got the Jets winning. And for the Sunday night cap, which is the best game of the week, Cowboys at 49ers. I got the 49ers. They have not lost if uh, Brock Purdy plays the entire game. And the Monday night football game, Packers-Raiders. The Raiders are unraveling. I got the Packers winning. This proved me wrong. And I just proved y'all wrong with yet again. Once again, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Prove Me Wrong. If you ever want to get on the show, if you ever have any comments, you can DM me or you can comment me at my Instagram, Prove Me Wrong underscore podcast, and I'll be waiting for your comments. Or else you gon' be walking out. Walking out, walking out.